remove Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Get to hit me with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Yo, 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 what's good out there, good people? We are back with a brand new edition, the 23rd episode of your favorite podcast, the Three Man Weave Podcast. As always, you got your boy Cannon, and you already know it's your boy Hill. Hill going Hill regardless, baby. Let's get it. AJ El Presidente. Top Brizzass. Oh, man, we missed y'all last week. Yeah, and I wanted to say personally, I missed y'all, fellas. I missed yeah. the people too, but I definitely, it just didn't feel right, man. It didn't feel right. Well, you know, hopefully they missed us. What'd you say? I said I'm finally all caught up on sleep. Okay, okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I slept a lot this weekend because of that hour back. Yeah, I was kid-free this weekend, so. I slept in. You got to take advantage. Got to. Losing that hour had me messed up on Sunday. I took about four naps. Four naps? Like, why does that that hour throw you off for like a whole week, though? Bruh, because if you wake up normally at 530 to start your day, you now waking up at 430, man. And you know, like I know, that last hour of your sleep is the most important. But my thing, though, why does... It mess up the whole week. No, but why does when you when we fall back, that don't help nothing. Like it help you for that day. Yeah, we always just day. gonna be tired anyway. Yeah, cause you bingo. Okay, he hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm like, why we can't get that same yeah. good week of that? You, but you, know? you do feel good for one day though. All right. <laughs> That's okay. sad, man. But. My bad, I ain't mean to cut you off. Oh, man, you know what you was telling them. But, you know, you can catch us on Instagram, 3ManWeave underscore. We on Facebook, 3ManWeave. We on all major podcast platforms, 3ManWeave. If you want to email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com, we will respond. Let's get it. Let's get it. Episode 23? Yeah, it's the Jordan episode. Okay. So, look. Y'all know I'm a diehard boxing fan, so I want to kick it off with that this week. Mm-hmm. Um, first, want to start off by asking y'all: Did y'all have the opportunity to watch the Sean Porter, your Dennis fight, your Dennis Ugas? Ugas, Ugas. AJ did. You seen it, AJ Hill? I seen a couple of highlights. A couple of highlights. I had a had the party going on, so so look. I missed- I- that glow in the oh, dark, yeah. that glow party. Yeah, huh? It's kind of lit, brother. Ooh-woo. Hey, we'll talk about that offline. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say a quick couple things. I watched the whole fight. Um, once again, we got another title fight for the free. So yeah. I did. You know, you know, I love that PBC. So thank you. <laughs> um, but it was actually a good fight, especially for 
your dentist because I think that he really made a statement because, boy, Sean Porter almost lost his fight. Mm-hmm. And um, you know how we always talk about the judges and whatever. So I'm not too mad that they gave it to him because it was a close fight. Mm-hmm. But, boy, had they said Ugas won, I wouldn't have been upset. I'm going to tell you that. And in the, the fifth round, I just want to applaud both fighters because, man, that fifth round might have been the... The round, huh? I mean, one of the best rounds I've seen in a very, very long time. I mean, just two people not hugging, not holding, letting it fly Fight. in the middle of the ring, man. And that was that to me it was a good it was a good boxing match overall. Um Sean Porter gotta step his game up to be defending the welterweight championship. Uh but it was a good weekend for boxing. What you think, AJ? Yeah, because I wanted to hear AJ tape before I do my little I, I'm not gonna chime in. I'm not really going to jump on the judges too much, even though I do not like how the scorecards were so. Uh-oh. Uh, like once again, the spread, like the spread of those, like those cards were way too different. Like yeah, definitely. Like if, if you if if you have it one round one way or the other, okay. But there's like there's no way either one of those fighters was up multiple rounds. Not at all. That, I agree with it, that. It was a very closely contested fight, so I don't have any issue it going one way or the other. And in a championship fight. Most times, if it's a close fight, it's going to go to the champion. So I'm not mad that they gave that fight to Sean Porter. But what I will say is, Ugas is going to be a problem in yes, the welterweight. Yes, he is, man. Because if, if you look at him, he's a big welterweight. Yes, he is, he's, bro. Yo, I was like, yo, is he supposed to be here? And that's my thing. How did he make weight and still look bigger than Sean Porter? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, is he really supposed to be here? He's he's a very big welterweight, and so I, I I think that he'll he'll be able to give a lot of these welterweights problems. And I think after this showing with, against Sean Porter, he's gonna be able to throw his name in the hat. Honestly, now after going against Sean Porter, I want to see him against Swift. But you know what? Kudos to Sean Porter because he's the first person to take that challenge out of all the welterweight champions. Mm-hmm. And I will and I will say that reach is. I don't know if Thurman could have got in on him. The way that Thurman looked on his last fight, yeah. if Thurman would have took this fight, I think he might have got got. So, okay. So the fact that Sean Porter almost got got, and he like just you know he got the title, he on top right now. Mm-hmm. What does he do now? What as for his next fight? Because you almost lost. Mm-hmm. It was like say it was a close fight. Mm-hmm. You don't have too much time. A, a loss will set him back for these big money fights. Definitely. So, what does that's what I'm saying? What does he do now? That's my question to y'all. If, like, if I were him, my very next fight would try to unify one of the belts, and I would call out Keith Thurman because he coming off get back season. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna jump out there for the winner of Mikey or Errol Spence because. The way that you looked against Ugas, I don't know if you want to jump out there with them other boys. But I wouldn't mess around with the non-unification bout just because you could, you might lose your title because you almost lost it Saturday. Mm-hmm. So while you can and you're still the champion, why not try to unify and become the undisputed champion? What I will say, I think it would be good for, like, I don't think, I like, as much as Mikey Gar- as much as I love Mikey Garcia, I just don't see Mikey Garcia come out of this uh Errol Spence fight. Um with again. Don't go yeah, so, well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, that's the, that's the next topic. Oh, my thing is th- you didn't look that good against 
Oh gosh, Mikey Garcia. You know, we'll, I'll get into it later, but mm-hmm. I think Mikey Garcia is going to be coming off a loss. That's a good way for Mikey Garcia to kind of, you know, throw his name back up in the in, in the in you the predicting the future. And so I just feel like that's going to be. I think that's going to be the fight for Sean Porter to really kind of come off of this showing. I mean, because honestly, I think Sean Porter should be scared of a rematch against Ugas. Yes, he should. That's Stay why away. I didn't say that for Stay, that. Stay away. Stay he away. You should be very scared of a rematch against Ugas. But can I shout out one thing? I know he did not look great, but I will say the way that he trained to deal with the reach and to be able to get inside, mm-hmm. he was pretty good at that. And I know that reach throws a lot of boxes off, especially because your dentist got a good jab, man. He yeah. kept that joint out there. But – Okay, okay. You're predicting, you're okay. You're predicting Mikey's going to lose. So you're saying, Danny, not Danny. Um, Sean should go straight for Mikey. I'm kidding. That's a that's a beneficial to Mikey if coming off a loss though. Am I am I bugging? Yeah, it's to a, get another title shot right away. Yeah, I don't think he should if he does lose. But see, this is my. I, but see, this is my thing. I can't say that Mikey shouldn't get a title shot coming off a loss because he's coming off a loss against the very best in the division, the biggest fighter in the division, and Mikey's coming up multiple weight classes. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the he's the only one who wanted to fight Errol Spence. Didn't nobody want to fight Errol Spence? So to me personally, you can't say that's giving him too much when he's the Sean only Porter one. Wanted to fight him. Yeah, they did. They was supposed to fight, but why didn't they? It's not Sean's fault. The biz, the come on now, that's, you know the business coming. Fault. You know the business jumped in on now, and that's what. And that's my point. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't know if you was finishing that, but I think Sean should go ahead, and go for the big money's I big money that. fight. I agree with you. Don't. But don't, you say go for Earl Smith. I would go for Earl. So he can lose. Big money fight. Yeah. You, you, you really not. You losing. almost lost. You almost lost Saturday. Yeah. You okay, right. but how about this? How about this? <laughs> don't so, keep playing around. Go yeah. get big money fights because. Because Keith the Thurman, Thurman fight, can, go ahead. Keith Thurman, Keith Thurman can be a big money fight because it could be a rematch. That's why it could be a rematch. It could be a rematch against that. It can avenge his loss to, yeah, uh, to yeah. Thurman. So he could do that rematch. And it's for unification this yeah. time because they both got belts. If I'm Thurman, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for either that or Manny. I'm looking. Yeah, Manny's a. He I called, believe that's another. That's a just a. Out. That's a payday. That's that a payday, one. but payday tune up for for a Keith Thurman coming back. Yeah, in my opinion. But I do I do like the idea of Thurman and Porter. Mm-hmm. That's a big money. That's a that's a big money fight. And I the like next it. thing you know, it don't even waste no time. The winner of that, let's go. Yeah. Spence time. Yeah, you know what? I'm with it. And you know whoever and you know Paul Danny and yeah, definitely. I mean, hey, that's what happened when you lose. I'm sorry. This is what happened when you, you lose. No, I really don't think he lost to Thurman. And I understand that it's some quality fighters out yeah. here. There's some quality fighters out here. Exactly. And I, and I think that the, the the issue with Danny is when Danny has gotten into, you know, these, you know, upper echelon fights. He has always been, He yeah. has to perform. And then the, his team, they always cherry picking for him. So yeah. they, he, cher- he cherry picking all these easy fighters. And then when he step up in competition, it he don't look the same. Yeah, and so that's, that's, that's not going to get you money. That's not going to get you these fights, bro. Because people be like, all right, you know. N- no, yeah. eh. I like, like well, you more, you know, I, I I can see to you most of the time on this one, but he's still a big name. He definitely a big name. So I under I, I under I, I understand he, him cherry picking this one. 
okay, you cherry pick, you look good. Next thing, now your next fight, it, it looks appealing. Let's say Danny gets Mikey. Battle with the Garcias. Or I always you thought know? that Mikey should have done that before Spence. Uh, he I, never should have just went, jumped in here, and go straight for Spence. That's I've call. always said. I've always said Mikey should have fought Danny or Bud because mm-hmm. Terrence Crawford he coming up to the welterweight too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like both of y'all like this is y'all opportunity to kind of be like, okay, I'm gonna be the one that's gonna come up and be the new guy, and you know, from you know to to jump up into welterweight and kind of solidify my 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 time here. It's just hard to turn down AT and T Stadium fight. That's all. I ain't mad at you. That Spanish culture down there. See, that's the thing. He didn't turn it down. He the one who sparked it. That he did spark. I mean, he go get your money. And I, I, and and you know what? I I wholeheartedly respect him because he also like like you said. He had he's had so much you know layoffs in boxing. Mm -hmm. He's like I'm I'm here to I'm here to get Get all mine now. And I'm. And not even just get paid. He he here to fight every like he here to fight all the names. Like he's trying to take everybody down, chop them down one by one. And at, at the end of the day, he was like, you know what? Forget trying to get everybody else. I'm gonna go to the top, to the tizzop. And that's what. And you made me become a fan of him. And I'm even more of a fan for because he's not ducking no work. And everybody can get it. I'm a boxer. I'm fighting. Let's fight. You want some? Everybody can get the smoke. And I hope he start the trend of let's get this smoke popping. Perfect segue. He's not. Which is why I'm rolling with Mikey Garcia for the Earl Spence fight this Saturday. So how much are we putting on this? I ain't putting no money on okay. against Earl Spence. Um, but I also wouldn't put no money against Mikey. But the reason why I'm rolling with Mikey is just because of the heart aspect that you said. I just really respect him because he's never ducked any wreck. That's number one. And then also, as much as I admire Earl Spence and his his boxing prowess and his pugilistic skills. Oh, oh, pugilistic. I did not like when he publicly said that he would take on the winner of Sean Porter and Danny Garcia, and then he he you gave him? Mikey. I don't blame him. Come on now, you know. When, but when you're the top guy, I feel like you should be able to Tell your business partners or whoever, like, look, this is what I want to do. I gave the people my word. Because if three, look, if three man weave, if we blow up and we give the people our word, even though we're going to have people behind us say we get a deal and people behind us, we're going to say, listen, bro, we told these people, like, we got to keep our word. That's how we built our base. Now, let's flip that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Remember, Remember what I told you? He said he would give the winner of that fight. Yeah, no, nah, I, I remember that was funny. That was funny. It don't mean it don't mean right now. Yeah, it don't mean funny. right now. Because yeah. listen, cause listen, in Texas, mm-hmm. he from you know he from Dallas. Mm-hmm. It's at AT and T Stadium, yeah, I mean, and that Spanish culture going yeah. ride for Mikey. Regard that's a big money. A big that's fight. bigger than that's bigger than Sean Porter. I'm saying, honest, I mean, honestly, I, honestly, Mikey Garcia. I want to see it. You know? Mikey, Gar- Mikey Garcia is a bigger name in boxing than Sean Porter. Yeah, definitely. He's a pound for pound one of the best. Okay. Exactly. So I'm if, if so if I'm Errol Spence, of course. Especially like Errol Spence, to just to kind of give my little, you know, synopsis of the breakdown since we're on the topic. The only reason why I'm taking Errol Spence in this fight is because he has the size and he has the same boxing ability as Mikey Garcia. Mm-hmm. Mikey Garcia is one of the most technically sound boxers I have ever seen. If Mikey Garcia continues to get fights, Mikey Garcia will go down as one of the best boxers yeah. of this generation. 
But it's hard to go up multiple weight classes. Yes, it is. Because, mm-hmm. because yes, it's, it is. It's, it's only it's, it's, it's that's why there's only a certain few that once you get to a certain like most boxers, they come up as they come in through the ranks. They get to you know they come up that way, and then once they get to a certain point, they kind of level out to go up to go up some more. That's that's very tough, and that's why I think it's going to be really tough for Mikey Garcia because Errol Spence is one of the biggest welterweights in this division. He, t- he he could take these punches, and I just don't think Mikey's power is necessarily going to translate. And what well, a camp talking about it, man. The way they did their training and the way he explained it, man. But it's all talk, you know. Oh, camp. I was about to say camps always talk. Yeah. When have you ever? Yeah. yeah when have yeah. you ever heard? Of, when have you ever heard of a fighter come out? And, Never. Uh, out of I mean, camp and say, I'm in decent shape. Every single time, I'm in yeah, the best shape of my yeah. career. This this that. We've been training hard. But what right? I will say, Mikey. He normally don't do no no um faking when he talk about the camp. So he didn't Absolutely. do the camp the way that he normally did. They went, they didn't just pack on the pounds. He said they did it slowly. Mm-hmm. And as they packed it on, he made sure that the speed and the power was still there every time. So they would put on a little bit, then train at that weight consistently, then move still up hard. a little bit more. Still hard to do. It's I, still I, hard I'm to with you. Rounds. I agree well, with you 100%. I trust his process. I trust his process. I trust the process and- too. And I just know for a fact that this thing going 12, it's going to be a hard fought 12, and Spence is going to have to break it. Because at the oh, end of the day, I know he's better. I know, like, technically he's better, he's bigger, he's he been here. But Mikey going to fight regardless. The, so, that, yeah. the Mexican chin is different. Them chins, so let, let, let me talk. Let me let me just kind of break this down for you. I won't, okay. say, te- I won't say technically He's better than Mikey Garcia because Mikey Garcia is one of the most technically yeah. sound boxers yeah. I've ever seen. Yep. But that size, power, speed, and being technically sound is just going to give him that advantage. What I will say is, if Mikey Garcia comes out of this like comes out of this fight, and he can last all twelve rounds of this fight, I'd be so. The re- the rest of the welterweight division needs to be worried. Yeah. They should be worried uh, anyway. No, but, but, but I'm saying, but, right? but I'm saying, but I'm saying, if he if he gets out, if he doesn't get stopped in this fight and he shows that he can put up a fight against the best fighter in this division currently, take his punches and and give him trouble. I don't see uh, Danny Garcia beating Mikey. I don't see Sean Porter beating I Mikey. I don't see way. Keith Thurman beating Mikey. Like. I don't see nobody beating Mikey if he can if he can stand up to what Errol Spence has to uh, offer because Mikey is such a great boxer and technically sound that if he's able to stand up against the power that Errol Spence can you know throw at him with the speed combination and still make it a tough fight for uh, Errol, he go he, look he's this, he's gonna be the second best in this division. Whoa, you know Bud's still in this division, right? I don't see if 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 Bud like if if Mikey they won't Garcia. Let him fight. They won't no, fight these if, fighters. If, if, if Mikey yeah. Garcia gets through this fight, I like I still like I still think Mikey gets gets Bud. To be quite honest, I, win or lose, nah, we I can I I will I can't wait for that to ever get signed. We can talk you about. I got my, you know I got my money. Yeah, you know you know you know cat. We cash out ready. We pay on time. You know, mm-hmm. we or if not we get the extension. You know? <laughs> All right, and so and you got to come look for, but but and no no no. I believe everything you're saying, and I and and I somewhat agree. I just hold Spence to a higher standard, and I know, but I hold Mexican chins yeah. to a different standard. And I just if, if Spence knock him out, I'm so bro. 
I don't. I'm gonna bruh. have to apologize. Yeah, I'm telling. That's you. my guy, and I'm picking. But this is the first time because they 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 were two divisions apart, and yeah. now they together. That's why they both are my favorite guy now. Yeah, now that's we got why I didn't. I kind of just and, didn't want Mikey to fight Earl Spence yet because I I wanted one of them to take an L before they face, so I could feel comfortably <laughs> rooting for the one without the loss. You feel and, me? And and so. You got both of y'all know how how I feel about Mikey Garcia as far as far as one of my favorite boxers that's out right now, but just knowing what I know about boxing, I don't think Mikey go, is gonna get out of this fight on his feet. I don't I think, think. I think I definitely think it's gonna, gonna be a knockout. Somewhere. I, think it's, I, I don't I think, think it's gonna be Mikey though. Wow. I think it, I think it'll be I think it'll be a stoppage, a TKO, but it's gonna be a late round TKO just because wow. like, we've never I, seen Earl's chin tested. An accumulation of punches can do a lot, man. Oh yeah. Okay, now now a stoppage, okay, that's that's different. But a knockout, knocked him down. Mikey never touched that thing before. That's and that's and that's what I just don't see. First time for everything. I just don't see a knockout, a stoppage. Cool. If you hey, you see, you know, you keep cause them things coming, them things coming. But at the end of the day, this division, this division is in trouble. Mikey here, regardless. That's what, that's, and that's what I'm trying and to say, some, Mikey some, and Earl. But there's also some young people in this division. There was another, golly, there was a another welterweight fight that same night um, with a young guy. I forgot his name, and, uh, and I'll put it, I'll text it to you here. We'll put it on social media this week. But the welterweight division, it's the best, the it's the best oh, division in boxing because that's even totally, the, it, they got the like three or four young up and comers who you know are still in the teens with their fights. Yeah, but they undefeated, bro. And so they're coming up too. So, and I'm not gonna sleep on on, on Thurman in this division. Of course, I hate him. I don't. Yeah, no, no. I don't. I'm hate not. I'm not sleeping. I I, I got you. I, I, go ahead. I don't hate him. I hate this the stuff around him. If that makes sense, I know it makes sense to y'all, but to the people, I don't hate Keith Thurman. I hate everything around him. That like his narrative. If he start, if he gets okay, let's say he fight Manny. Let's say he gets some fights on his belt because I seen flashes in that last mm-hmm. fight. That okay, oh he one time, yeah, we, yeah. So don't don't this division. I'm telling, we stop playing. Yeah, stop playing. Yeah. Okay, look, we need we, Aaron Fox, gone. look, Fox, y'all already did it. We got all the we got these um regular fights out the way. We got it. We Fox Fox pay per view. We lit. Stop playing around. Yeah. Let's set it up. Yeah. Danny here. Let Danny get some. Get let Danny get Mikey. Mikey. Like, we got too many combinations too to many. waste. Yeah. Stop wasting time box in his head. Cause MMA, they about okay. to take. They they taking the L's. All right, so they, about before, to, they about to retool. Before we get before we get to boxing, I want to talk about another fight that happened um, in the cruiserweight division. Marquise you know. Chris and Serge Ibaka. <laughs> yo, yo, stop playing with Surge. Hey, yo, yo, you, they, you got me good. I was I'm like, cruiserweight. I was about to say, I don't know a cruiserweight. <laughs> but no, it was a cruiserweight fight. What that? I thought he was going there. You got me. <laughs> yo, son, Surge? Keep with Surge. Keep playing with Surge. Keep playing with Surge. Man, Sur- Surge took on some of the, the big dogs. He didn't took on a Lopez brother. He didn't took on Chris. He, he be choking. He had hey. enough, bro. Did you see it in his, like yeah like I, first of all we never was going to watch this game because it's the Cavs yeah. but at the end of the day Serge had enough of Chris he had enough bro. hey but on everything I love Chris got he Chris got, got heart yeah he do because whew, that's a big dude to be trying you, hey him. look I'm I'm sold on Chris cuz he had his back turned he was in a he was in a bad position Chris was the, like Chris connected a nice little punch that choke didn't look necessary like he 
Surge hit him with the with, with the uh, sexual assault choke. Yeah. Had him like by the by the larynx. <laughs> hey, hey, look, bro. If it wasn't at the league, I, I would have been scared for Chris. I'm trying to tell you, once somebody get on your throat, it's over. He hit him. Chris got some hands. He do got some hands. Chris got some hands. He ain't go out. I know it looked bad. The optics look bad. The optics look really bad. So look, let me tell you like this. Chris ain't really go out like no hoe. Nah, he did. I'm not saying that. It only only looked bad for Chris because Chris, he just trying to punch. Serge got rage in his eyes. He trying to kill himself. He's trying to take the life out of you. Chris thought like, oh, I thought we was just fighting. You fighting, fighting. Like... Because he, he had enough, that. bro. I seen yeah. before Surge even got up to push him in the back. I just seen. I said, "Oh, they, they, they got, they about to wreck." Because Surge had that that look that little boys have at recess, man. When oh, they yeah. just had enough. Everybody's had a point when you've been playing with your friends. When you just you sick of this stuff, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, Surge was an extra in Blood Diamond, and like <laughs> he was with all the smoke. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, he got up and went rage in his eye. I'm like, yo. Vintage but the, in the NBA. But the whole, I love it. The whole yeah. crazy thing, I, like, I don't know, I, I don't know what was going on because I didn't watch the rest of that game. But you didn't need to. From, from the looks of it, it was like from like the whole like deep like lob pass. Surge was holding on to Chris, and then he Surge flopped. Yeah, and it looked like Chris was just like, "Yo, like get up." Nah, I was like he nah. flung him down. Don't tell me get up. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> don't tell me I'm Surge. You, you see my resume? Be a victim. I feel like I feel like Chris was just like, "Hey, my man's is wildin'. Like, get up!" And then Serge was like, "Oh, I am here." Yeah. Oh, I am. I am here. He don't tolerate no disrespect. All right. Well, listen. I'm sorry. We 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 got to the NBA. Are we finished? We finished. Yeah, we finished. All right. Look, we hit. We hit the NBA. Hey, look. What are they gonna do about these fans, yo? Russell Westbrook, Utah. Fans need to be held accountable. You can't just just because you buy a ticket doesn't mean you should be able to say whatever you want to anybody. Exactly. In the in the real world, outside of a, a, a game or an event, if I go into the street and I say whatever I want to somebody, there's gonna be consequences and repercussions, whether it's instantly legal or whether that man just wants to give me some. So it's like instantly. So this is my needs thing. To be done. This this is my issue with today's you know. You know, climate, the day and age that we living in. So many people feel like they can say whatever they want, mm-hmm. do whatever they want because they're so used to typing it behind the keyboard. Yeah. No one ever has to face the repercussions. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if you kind of take it back a couple years, where people still had to, you know, pay for what they said by getting mm-hmm. punched, by getting punched in the face, mm-hmm. so many more people would show much more respect to a lot of these people. Not even just these athletes, everyone in general. Because everyone feels like they can say whatever they want without getting punched in the face. Getting, pun- getting punched in the face will change a lot about you. Just like if you take it back to um, uh, when Marcus Smart was in college. Remember when yeah. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. uh, that, that old man gave yeah. him the finger and said mm-hmm. whatever he said to him? And Marcus Smart got to him and put hands on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was able to put hands on him. That man, he didn't react. He didn't say nothing. He, he didn't do nothing. Because he realized, you know what? This... uh athlete is this willing, uh yeah this specimen <laughs> will knock my head off yeah. he will knock my head off and so and, and you see how like when you have to face those consequences yeah. people act and people act a lot different and so to me i don't blame russell westbrook for anything you said because you know what yeah keep talking i will knock your head off yeah mm-hmm. yeah just now. because you just because you pay for this ticket don't mean you get to talk to me any type of way it does not 
Now, us here at the Three Man Weave do not advocate violence. But... <laughs> Shoot. I know. We ain't got no sponsors hey, yet. Hey, say something crazy got, to ain't us. Ain't no sponsors. Hey, look. Hey, say, say something so. crazy to us. We pull up. I three told you Three Man Weave will turn into a three-piece combo real <laughs> three piece quick. Straight combo. up. Straight up. But nah, but nah, for real. If Utah, Ben had a problem. Yeah. Like, Ben had a problem. And I like for the fact that Donovan Mitchell stepped up. That's it. And, and, he's, and he made his statement. And like you said, Abo Cephalosha made a statement too. Who? Abo Cephalosha. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But no, nah, I mean, he on the team. So nah, like, nah, I feel nah, like. Nah, 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 nah. I, I was messing I, with I Yeah, I know. I, but I'm just saying, I respect how the players of Utah, it's just like. Yeah. They yeah, come, like they're, they're not coming to, like, they're not just saying, oh, you know, uh, they're not protecting the home team and the establishment. They, they, they understand that it's a fraternity of the players because they can go somewhere else and deal with that same thing. So I like that they did that. I like the fact that, you know what I'm saying, they banned, they banned this fan. Uh-huh. You know, they he, did? He, yeah, he banned. Yeah. For how long? Life. 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 We I'm done sold. with you. Then we done got, with you. Then. Oh, they still find Westbrook, though. Don't get nothing twisted. You still a professional. Yeah, he's still a professional. And I know it's rough. And I'm cool with that, too. Yeah, I mean, because you, you had were at to. work. You was wilding. And like I said, sometimes, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said. bad things to me at work. I can't and, just. And you can't just knock somebody out yeah, at work, bro. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I understand it's a tough position. I'm mm-hmm. willing to pay this fine. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, stand on my own, you know, saying, <laughs> and, and, and what I got to do. $25,000 when I'm on a multi-million dollar contract. That's like. That's like it's, it's more of the principle. I don't yeah. care how much it was. It could have been, you know, it could have been a million. I'm I'm standing for my on my own too right then and there. So uh, I'm like, I'm glad y'all brought this up because tell me this because somebody I had a conversation with earlier this week told me I was wrong when uh talking about the New York Knicks and how they also gave a fan uh, a life ban for what he said to Dolan. What was wrong? That, that, what what, what not, did you feel was well, wrong? Well, well, I didn't well. say that. no. I was happy that somebody was having the consequences for their actions because i just feel like so much in today's time you get to say whatever you want like aj was saying mm-hmm. and there's no price to pay now granted i don't think it should be a life ban but i think it should be initially to just scare that fan so he can learn a lesson and i feel like they should call him later on maybe next year and say yeah. come on back but somebody just told me that that was just completely wrong that they buy tickets. You should be able to say whatever you want. And no, I, no. that's what I was trying to tell them. Like, bro, listen, I've been at, I've been on the sideline of, of plenty of basketball games. Like, and, and high school, they do for a fact that I was here. I'm the home court advantage. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here to ruffle feathers. Yeah, I'm here to. And same thing, I did the same thing in college. Yeah, I'm here to ruffle feathers. I mean, I wasn't with. Matter of fact. I knew the football squad. You know, the football squad, they had their own section when we was at school. Mm -hmm. And they was there to rile up the other team. Now, they said some wild stuff. Mm -hmm. But once again, they the football team. And they was ready for whatever smoke Mm -hmm. that came their way. Mm -hmm. So they knew for a fact, if they say something crazy, somebody got mad, they was prepared. Yeah. For the smoke, yeah, absolutely. And the same thing for me. Go, go look, go, go look, look up uh, BSU basketball games on the internet. You gonna oh, see some? We YouTubeable. Yeah, yeah. that's the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if it won't, so what? Yeah, you know. But like I said, like the same thing for me. Like I said, I was one of those ones that was loud at the games, mm-hmm. and I was. But anything that I said. I knew the repercussions of yeah. if somebody was mad, yep. I got to be prepared for whatever action that they ready for. Mm-hmm. These people are not ready. They think they can just, oh, like, they bought a ticket and they can say whatever. Mm-hmm. Nah, it don't fly like that. Like I said, Dolan, okay, he was salty. I'm going to let you go, AJ. Dolan was salty. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those, yeah, I got money. I'm the owner mm-hmm. moves. Mm-hmm. I understand. But 
he does have that right. Exactly. Who, you, who are you talking to? Exactly. Who are you talking you to? Watch this MSG. To? This MSG. This is my house. This is my house. And you get up out of here. And that's a life lesson for that fan. So I hope you learn from it, bro. Become a net fan. <laughs> so I got I got two points. So real quick, um, my whole thing with the the Russell situation is I don't like how like if if you was that fan. How he was like, how he was able to cop that plea so easy and be like, oh no, nah, he did this, he did this. Like, Russell's not gonna be, Russell's not gonna acknowledge you if, unless you out here talking trash. Yeah, that's true. Whether, whether it's disrespectful or you just talking trash, Russell's not gonna acknowledge you, bro. So since you want to say something, he's gonna acknowledge you. And if he feels like you can't determine what someone else's level of disrespect is, mm-hmm. you may say something that he feels disrespectful. That you may not. So if he gets to a point where he feels like, hey, you crossed the line and I want to put hands on you, you got to deal with that. What I don't like is how he was moving in the interview trying to, you know, you know, cop that plea. He didn't stand by nothing he said. If you if, if you if you had the, you know, the 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 audacity and the balls to say what you said to him, nah, stand by your word. Don't be scared now. And then but to kind of like I'm gonna sound a little bit contradictory here, but for Dolan. Dolan was a whole ho. Like I feel you though. Yeah, I do feel I mean, that aspect I too. I am with because like he'll because, say, because he, he basically said it's my ball. I can take it home. Like and exactly. and, and that's and whack then, too. Yeah, and, and even though it's true, it's your ball. Yeah. You can't take. That's well, that whack. was always whack. And we then, hated when now, someone did that. Facts. Exactly. But now I realize why Charles Oakley wanted to put hands on him, and I kind of mm-hmm. wish he did. Because like, hey, don't be whack, bro. To. Don't be whack. Now but, let let me say this real quick. Because this goes to Hill's point. Now, y'all know that I've been following Largo basketball this year because my young boy, Barry Sewell, you know, was the starting point guard for Largo basketball. Now, me and my my dog, my road dog, Ball Subiato, we at every game, home and away, because it's all local in PG County, right? Mm-hmm. Street Fighter characters. So we yeah. uh yeah, so we so we at the we at the gym, right? And we almost get kicked out every away game. But like you said, we there to ruffle feathers. Mm-hmm. But it's always tastefully. We never we never one, we never say call anybody outside of their names. You see, you see what I'm saying? It's always the sport related. So we saying, like, you trash, or that's a brick, or ah, you, you can't make your free throws and stuff like that. But if you specifically call somebody, say they number, call them such and such and such and such, whatever is happening next, you deserve that. You deserve that. And so as a fan, I just think, like, even if you weren't at a game and you just was having dinner, and you disrespected another adult, you know mm-hmm. that there's going to be issues. And for you to tell somebody to get on their knees like you used to, yeah, like even if it wasn't slavery, like it, you don't tell no grown man to get on their knees. Facts. Period. Facts. Because if it's not racial, that's that's sexual. Then not, you're not telling me what to do. Either way, Either it's way, disrespect. You got to be prepared for whatever comes after that. Um, if, go ahead, my father. I am sorry. Um, I was just gonna say, like, all I was saying is like, because either way, if you want to take it to uh, a racial joke, or you want to take it to a homosexual joke, yeah, yeah. either way, it's disrespect. That, that's disrespect. The hands is ready. 
Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Hands is ready, and I understand so, Westbrook. And and, and he, he even had an incident with a with a with a little kid this yeah, year. Yeah. And he handled that so well. Yeah, he did. Even and the kid was so harmless. But even but even still, it could. It's it, a life lesson for that kid. And it, it could at that aspect, it couldn't have been harmless. Yeah. It, he could have been harmful. Yeah, he could have been. And and Westbrook handled that so perfect he like hey listen come on now come yeah. on, get your son yeah like your yeah. son wilder come on and and nobody gave him nobody gives him credit because like i said we westbrook are. is a hot westbrook is a hothead and and the same thing now they tried to oh westbrook like the same like he didn't take no like the fan didn't take no accountability no none and they tried to paint paint it oh westbrook is just so angry he's always wrong he's always mad always did at this point the funny thing about it he is always angry it's controlled that's anger. How, that's how he plays. It's controlled he anger. Not be he hasn't. That. He hasn't thrown a punch. He hasn't it's pushed like, anybody. Like, like, I mean, he got a couple. He did push um the dude. Um, but it's athletes the out here breaking bus windows, taking people's cell phones and smashing them. This man hasn't touched nobody. Yeah, he, all he's he, done is getting upset he, when he people He has control rage. He he has he control rage. He smacked the cell phone or two, but but did I, he look, throw it and break I, it and take it? I, I would trust me. If, I, I would. I, I would. I would do the same thing. Like, don't be putting your camera all in my face, bro. especially while you talking. While Funny, you talking trash. yeah. Like but, you. Like, come on. Now, now, now. Uh, okay, if y'all like, don't me, understand, me, if y'all don't know, to, you're trying to degrade me. If y'all don't know, AJ's talking about the Conor McGregor situation. Mm-hmm. You didn't came up to Conor McGregor with your phone out. You trying to be viral and you talking. No, I was talking about Westbrook. I thought you talking about. Like, you said Russ, Russ, Russell did Russ, that before too. Russell did that, but he, not he to did the it, extent. He did it. I think it was in Utah he was too. To he, like, oh, Russell. but you when you when you now you see you threw me off when you said I was talking about Conor. Yeah, okay, he was, so yeah, he was somebody talking was talking about. about. Yeah. I knew I wasn't that crazy. You know, <laughs> three man weave, baby. We, we, we gonna right. weave, baby. Somebody <laughs> somebody gonna get the rock. <laughs> somebody gonna get this rock. <laughs> nah, you shoot it. <laughs> no, no, you shoot my fault. Special shout out to T Global, man. He been supporting the three man weave and my boy Reef, man. Mm-hmm. They been hey. supporting the three man weave, man. Uh, speaking of supporting the three man weave, uh, we actually have a question that was posted to okay. social media um, from another uh, loyal listener that we got, uh, Nigel France. Okay. On, okay. On, on Instagram, Simple Genius Forty Four. Um, we about to change lanes a little bit because you know it's the free agency period. Mm-hmm. It's really what we've been waiting it's, for. It's what hey, I've been waiting for. Yeah. I know. <laughs> So, so Nigel's really confused because he's really confused with the Le'Veon Bell signing to the New York Jets. Wow. He basically said, I'm so confused. One, he didn't get any groundbreaking money. Two, he didn't go to a Super Bowl contender team. I'm going to need three-man weave to make sense for me. Okay. So first off, let me break it. To me, let me break it down. The, okay. deal, he, the deal he signed is basically a million short of what Todd Gurley signed. That's yeah, groundbreaking for a running that, back, by the way. That's that's groundbreaking Especially for a running back that didn't play last year. You tell exactly. me a running back that didn't play last year that can get fourteen million a year. And and it wasn't so much of him getting like the the most lucrative contract in the world. He wanted to be paid what he was worth, which Thank is you. getting you know you know so many like all these touches. But he also wanted that long term stability. Yes, he did. He didn't he he didn't want that one year deal. Mm-hmm. You know, with you know the options where they can cut you and whatever, and you get nothing. So he he want he wanted that stability and that's what he was able to get and yeah he didn't go to a Super Bowl contender mm-hmm. I mean but honestly I don't see like as far as like what the Steelers are going through right now 
How much I'm, of a contender are they? What what I'm what I'm going to do? That's they, a good, they, that's they, a good they, point, AJ. I, and I hundred I I ninety nine point nine percent agree with that. But they are the Steelers, and they find a way. They do find a way. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because they are the Steelers. They always going to be but in the he, mix. To to answer Nigel's question, uh, Nigel, did they did he ever say I'm holding out to go to a contender? He never said that. He wanted the bag. He wanted to be happy. And what what people don't understand is that one, he's comfortable playing in green and white because where did he go to college at? Michigan State. And he got the bag, and he was able to sit out last year. So it's like he to me he won this scenario because. He did not bend to the Steelers' will like most athletes do to the organization. They, they People always say, I'm going to hold out, I'm going to hold out. And what they do, when they get to the point where they're going to lose their money, mm-hmm. they come in. And what Le'Veon said, he said, bro, I said I wasn't coming in. I'm not coming in. And and, and next year, I'm going to do the same thing unless you give me a long-term deal. What? I'm, and, I'm and the, no, I'm and, done. And the wise words of a, of a great philosopher, one of my favorite sayings of all time, the great Andrew Bynum. There's a bank in every city. <laughs> <laughs> that will be get a your, meme. Look, get your, your get money. your money, man. So look, yeah, he want he wanted that long term stability. He play he plays that position where you never know. You never you know. never know. So and, you know what? You're not about yeah. to have me on these one year deals. You know, like I'm not like I'm not T-Mobile prepaid. You're not about to pay me as we go. Like mm-hmm. I want a contract. Facts. You know, I want I want that stability. I want like, and then also, for what he does, that's rewarding. That's that's rewarding to me to let me know you guys see long term with yeah, me. You, that is. you want me here. You're trying to build around me. You, and you want to as an athlete. You, like, like, and so to show me all that, to show me the appreciation for all that I do for y'all, mm-hmm. you got to pay me. But what we've seen from these other past contracts, they're trying to break the mold of positional cap yeah they are odell when odell's contract was like he said don't pay me as the top receiver pay me as a i top am player. yeah i am a top player mm. in the league maybe he he didn't he didn't achieve that goal but he tried. but he made but that was his that look at aaron donald and, but look at aaron donald yeah. and khalil mack they, broke they the got mold. they got quarterback money yes they did they broke the mold for for a defensive tackle and a, and, and, a, and a pass rusher they got they got quarterback money and they and they held out and and they told you do not pay me for my positional cap and they proved their worth too. So what Le'Veon did was revolutionary. He said, "Listen, I am at, and when he wanted his money, he was the leading rusher. He was one of the best running backs in the league. He was the second leading receiver on his team. Yes, he was. You do know AB was the the leading mm-hmm. receiver. Mm-hmm. So and you he, mean it? And he gone too." But but listen, AB was top one two yeah. in the league. You're number two on that team in receiving. So I mean, if you AB cannot there, pay you me number one. You can't pay me as a regular running back. Mm-mm. You got to pay me more. And he fought for that. Yeah. And what he did was sacrifice for the benefit for his position mm-hmm. because Todd Gurley benefited for that. Yeah, he did. Ezekiel Elliott is going to benefit for that. Mm-hmm. Like David Johnson. He still got running back money, but he got paid yeah. more than probably what he would have because of this. Yeah. Now you think about Le'Veon using when you want to make sense of his contract. Okay, yes, he lost out on fourteen mil last year. 
he lost out on 14 mil on the franchise tag. Yeah. Let's think about the long term <laughs> deal that they offered him. They offered him a deal up to 70 mil. Yeah. That's based when it comes to up to you're not gonna reach that money. Not. That's not that's not let's be honest. You're the not. guaranteed money on that deal was 33 million. It was a five year deal up to 70 million mm-hmm. with 33 guaranteed. Yep. He just signed for four years, 52, with 35 guaranteed. So he got more money guaranteed with a less year. Yep. So he can re-up again if mm-hmm. he's healthy yep. with a long-term stability. But they He also, won. They also left room for him to max out more because the contract can be worth up to 61, which is more than the 54, whatever they said it was worth. So he got some extra special clauses put in there for himself. He won, like you said. So he won, and that's the and that's the and that's the narrative. Once again, and we're here to change the narrative. That's mm-hmm. the narrative that they want to paint. They want to make it seem like he lost. Because okay, let's be honest. He did. He did set a number way bigger than what any running back ever ever would have got. But, but that's a marketing ploy. You it, always set the number higher than you want. So when you fall short, you right where you want it to be. Really. It, Exactly. Come the running on, back, these like I said, Ty Gurley may may have never would have got this deal without Lady doing this. It's a good deal, this. bro. I don't it's care what great, nobody's saying. Yo, a running back getting fourteen mil a year. Hmm. What? How running many people back was doing this? do you know, Hill, that did not play football last year, college or NFL, that can get that type of contract? He gambled. Let's 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 be honest. He gambled. So that's what I'm saying. If you gamble and then you get the contract, what does get... that mean? Come on. I mean he won fellas. Thank you. So if I gentlemen. go, if we go, if me and Hill go to MGM Grand and I say, Hill, we putting everything that we brought on black right now on the roulette table. That's a gamble. Yes. But if it hit black, me and Hill won. Yeah, we lit. Regardless of how many times we could have bet and we turned those bets down. It only matters about the time that we actually put the money down. So that's all that matters. And when he actually gambled, he actually won. So, and like it's okay, he didn't go to he didn't go to a contender. You can, I mean, where have you been at for the last season? Because his whole stance has been about money. Nothing about contenders. His whole stance has been about money. Pay me my money. So the whole year he was already projected to go to the Jets because they had the the most money to spend them in the Colts. Exactly, and so in my whole and another thing, I mean, from what we've been hearing and all of that, obviously a lot of these the well at least AB they're not really happy to play with uh, Ben Roethlisberger right now. Not at I mean, all. So you get to you get to go to a young quarterback who you know a lot of people like. They got they got promise. A lot of people were seeing a lot in him. You are uh, not only just a running back, but you a weapon out the backfield. So I mean, they they doing stuff. They got a lot of cap room to improve. So who knows? I mean, who's to say that they can't compete? They may not win the division. They may not beat out Brady in the next couple of years. But who's to say they can't get a wild card? That wild card was up for grabs last year. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, yeah, you you may think he's not going to a Super Bowl contender, but if you look, you don't know. Just yeah. talking. Give, give him a give him a defense. Anybody he's got, can get there, bro. Let's when see the what, Eagles let's, got there. Nobody called them that year. Facts. Let's see. Let's see what Adam Gates does with Sam Darnold. I mean, you never know. Adam Gates' track record with quarterbacks is, is, is legit. legit. 
Come on now. It's legit. I'm not gonna discredit him. And all the, I really, I really would hope that they will at least get a legit tight end or a or, or another wide receiver. I like Robbie Anderson. I like I like Jamison Crowder for him. Mm-hmm. I like Le'Veon now. I do. Like you said, you you, you know Le, what Le'Veon can do. Yeah. You, he Sam Darnold has some weapons. And the they got pre- matter of fact, the pressure is off of him now yeah. because he has weapons. I I would like for him to get another wide receiver or a legitimate tight end. Of course, end, he needs another wide out because Crowder is not your number one. He's a slot. Yeah. He's a good, but he's a good slot. And Robbie Anderson. I believe he's a good, solid number two. I be, I'm what you on Go that. get a dog. Go get, get a dog. You get a dog at number okay, one. So I like in um in Nuwa. Yeah, I probably said his yeah. name wrong. I don't know how to say his name, so don't ask. You said it right, Quincy Anuma. <laughs> go go Hill. Um, yeah, I like him. He's good. I, he's he decent. Yeah. So you have a good, but you need that dog. So you need so, that. You need so that dog. Who's out there? Because we talking free agency. Let's not. Let's not stay on Le'Veon. Perfect it, segue. Don't. Don't. Which dog should they go get? Hill. It's, it's dogs it's out no, there. Ain't no. Ain't no dog. Ain't yet no the dog. Receiver. Ain't no dog. Ain't no. Because you would be okay. I. Me personally, I'm high on Tyrell Williams from the Chargers. I, but he just he signed. I thought somebody signed him. Who got him? I thought someone made sure. Cause he won't sign before we got on air. Come on now, don't put me on the spot. But I, to be quite honest, you not high on him. I'm very high on him, but I. Yeah, Raiders added Tyrell Williams. That was a hill prediction. Let's get it. I told you, but I, I'm legit. He did, and that's my fault for not telling y'all. I seen that before we got on. And and oh my, oh hold on, before we gonna go. Okay, <laughs> so they got their dog. Oh no no, no the no, Raiders no. Did. the Raiders got their dog. I, I got a little Just, carried away. Go draft somebody. Yeah, go, go draft, draft somebody. somebody. And, and 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 okay, yeah. but listen, if you don't get your dog now, you have a whole bunch of complimentary pieces. Like I said, Robbie Anderson is good, and Nuwa is good. You got um, you got Crowder in the slot. Mm-hmm. You do got a decent tight end. Yeah. I'm not saying he, got a decent one. but this is a deep tight end draft. Yeah. Go get, and you have Bell. Yeah. You have Le'Veon. That's a ride and a runner. Le'Veon, four hundred touches. 40, 40 touches a game. 400. I'm just saying 400 touches a season. Whatever. Well, how you got to give it to him? 400. YG. <laughs> hey, um, so. Uh, we still on free agency. Let's go. Let's go. Nah, I ain't no free agency. Well, technically oh. it's free agency. Oh, Lord. Don't, don't do it. Don't go. How the Browns get so good? That's that, that's, oh. that's free agency. So hey, yeah, let's, yeah get let's get the Browns. Whew. These are not these these ain't your daddy Browns. Can I, who who can whoever I, your daddy is, can I these ain't they Browns. Why? Can I tell y'all why? Okay, they been listening to the three man weed, right? Okay, and Hill has a philosophy of go for the gusto. Mm-hmm. What they got? They got. Cap money. Mm-hmm. They got draft picks. Mm-hmm. They got a stockpile roster already. When Kareem Hunt came available, what they do? They swung for it. Mm-hmm. Why wait, bro? They are tired of being mediocre. It's yes. been way too long, and they're not playing around anymore. They got the money, spend it. It's a free agent out there, go get them. It's a draft pick we want, move up. If, if, if it's not what we want, move back. They're doing whatever. It takes to get it. Only one mistake they made in this last year that I don't like, getting rid of Hugh. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, I feel you. I mean, I'm sorry, Hugh. You you know, so you got sacrificed for this one. But they definitely following the gusto mentality. And, and the thing about they do it, mm-hmm. these guys are locked up. Yes, they are. You got Jarvis locked up. Odell's locked, locked up. up. 
You got Chubb on, 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 the, on the rookie deal. You got Baker on the rookie deal. Come on, man. And Joku on the rookie deal. Come on, Miles Garrett on the rookie, rookie deal. deal. Um, what's, what's the corner? What's the corner they drafted? Denzel um, Ward. Denzel yeah. Ward on, on the rookie, rookie deal. deal. Come on, bro. And they just brought and in somebody got, else. Who else on. did they brought? They brought somebody else in, man. Um, Olivier Vernon locked up. Yeah, come on, now. On, the, on the opposite of on Miles Garrett. Come on, and and, and that's and, and, and that's what I love. When you see that window, your window closes <laughs> in, um, in any sport. Your mm. window shuts so fast. Once you see that little ounce of, of light shine through, you go bust through that motherfucker. Mm. Mm. And that's why I told you. And that's how they ended up with their roster. They been listening to us, and they've taken the hill philosophy. It is what it is. I just don't understand. Oh, tell them. But tell them why you're really upset, AJ. Yeah, really yeah. explain I, to them. I I literally like I was so happy that A B and Le'Veon got out of my division. <laughs> yeah. And now I have to not only deal with the the Browns actually being good, but now I have to deal with Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, and Kareem Hunt. And no the Ravens. And it's a rumor that they may get Eric Berry. Yeah, I heard that. He been cut. The he just cut. got cut. He just yeah. got released. So, so anybody They're, can get him now. He's he's gonna. I'm pretty go sure there. they on the phone because we just talked. John about Dorsey Gusto. was his former GM. That's what I'm saying. He's go, he's gonna go there, and I just don't understand. It's just wow. I mean, our biggest free agent signing was Bobby Hart. Oh my god! I'm go ahead. Go who? ahead, AJ. Let it out. Who? Like like, like uh, if, you, if if you want to let I, it out, I'd go ahead. I'd take I'd take Quentin Hart, the five Hart, <laughs> like anybody. Like no, Brett, not Brett Bobby Hart. Hart. <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart. Like my achy breaky heart. Anybody but Bobby. Yo, so you, the sep, according to Pro Football Focus, he was the seventy fifth rated right offensive tackle out of eighty. Mm, you signed him. For, you you signed him to a three year deal. Pay him like the thirty first rated tackle. So what you're telling me is there was only four offensive tackles who gave up 10 or more sacks this season. Bobby Hart was one of them. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Everybody knows that Andy Dalton is only as good as as much time as you give him. What do you do? You put, like, they people just like, it's like jumping the turnstile. Ain't nobody buying no train tickets. They just going to run right through him. And it's Poe Andy Dalton. And then, you know what? Zach Taylor going to get fired in two years. We no, he's not. We're going to be looking for another coach soon because we just going to suck. And the Browns are going to be good. We gonna, I just don't understand. Anyway, um, so can we change the subject? Because I'm getting upset. Okay. I, I just want to shout. Can I shout out Doug Williams, man? Like, Because y'all know my team. Like, Before Doug Williams last year, they promoted him to GM. Mm-hmm. Bruce Allen was running the show. He he really the GM now. He really the GM now. Okay. And the thing about Bruce Allen is, before he came, we was wasting money. And yes, Bruce Allen came and got our spending under control. He good with the cap, but he don't. He's not good at evaluating football talent. Personnel. Doug Williams that. is much better. I'm not gonna say he's great or he's excellent. He's much better. And what he does is when he knows someone is good for the team. He's willing to do whatever it takes and figure it out later. That's your job, Bruce. You figure out the cap. I'm going to get the guy in here. 
They went out and got Landon Collins. We know we needed Adrian Peterson. They went out and locked him up too. And they're currently trying to lock up HaHa. I don't know if that's going to work. Mm-hmm. But the effort is what I'm happy about. It's the last five years, the effort has not been there on the Redskins trying to do something. We my, also got Keenum too, which and a trade, which, you know, is all Doug Williams working. My thing about the Redskins, they all working. And like I say, they always – they always trying. Mm-hmm. I I don't care what. I know I'm not a fan. You a fan, and you know you say some. You know it's different feeling. Y'all always trying. And and, and like I said, I don't, I pay attention because y'all in my division. But y'all need a receiver. Yes, we do. And I'm and y'all let um um uh, I, I dep- no Ty Neske yeah. what's the name Ty Neseki. Thank you, cause boy I was gonna torture that one. <laughs> The injury that y'all had at in the O line last year was ridiculous. I believe y'all should have just paid whatever the. I think y'all should have tried to keep him. Y'all need depth. We do need depth. Y'all need depth. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, y'all need a receiver. We do. That defense. That defense last year was 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 a was a scary defense. At was, first. At first, but at the, when when you're not putting them no points. At, at the end of the day, like it's like, this is a scoring league. Like mm-hmm. if you ain't giving you ain't giving the defense no break, mm-hmm. they gonna break down, and that's what happened last year. Like you ain't giving no break, no nothing. Now you got Darius guys coming back. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a good factor. You st- you retain a- AP. You know what I'm saying? The running game is gonna be lit. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, you can't run. You can only run but so much. You got to throw the ball. Dotson ain't it. Pierre Garcon, what did you just say his name was? Dotson, my oh, fault. Okay, God, that's what I call him. Yeah, that's that's, that, no, that's his name. He a whole hole. Yeah, he not it. Paul Richardson, he been injured. He was injured in Seattle. He's he was injured, injured for y'all, yep. and then y'all lost Crowder. And and like I said, okay, Crowder was injured. He got injured for y'all. You know, he wasn't always there. The, y'all, y'all, y'all need playmakers. Doug and, knows but though. This, but but this ain't the draft to go get some playmakers. But he know. That's what I'm saying. We might not can't get a dog. That's not the way our cat was set up. So we had a lot of holes. You, you feel me? We need a quarterback. We need we let our safety go for stupidity. So we needed a safety. Like we had holes to fill, unfortunately, because we we doing dumb stuff. Listen, y'all got rid of Swearinger. Y'all replacing with Land Collins. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah, y'all thinking about retaining Haha? I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. The back end of y'all defense gonna fix anything, any deficiency that any corner. And y'all got decent corners. I'm yes. not trying to say that y'all, y'all got decent, but y'all let Preston Smith go too. So now y'all, you now y'all what? lacking on the, you know on, the, on the on the on the. You know why? Because Preston played good enough to demand a contract that we can no longer afford. He's one of the few draft picks that we have drafted besides Kerrigan. Yeah, who performed? Now I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say he was a. All star or anything like that, see, but he was solid. Man. I'm not gonna buy that. See, you know why I'm not gonna buy that? Buy what? See, the Cowboys do that. Do what? They Get let they, they let people walk. They I'm let, not they, saying that they, I'm no, happy no, no. for they, it. They let them walk, and they were like, "Oh, go test the market," and and then next mm-hmm. thing you know, see, they legit treat them like a female. They should. All you had to do was treat Pre- Preston Smith. Probably loves the friend. You know, they drafted him. He probably familiar with. Them. He wanted to stay. He said that. And, I follow him. So all you had to do was treat him like a female. Say, hey. Come on, man. Stay with us. We're going to offer you some money. Yep. And there's what it is. But they didn't offer him, and that's their and fault. That's, and that's what I'm saying. You didn't, you didn't even treat him like something. Yeah, they didn't. And I will, I'm with you on that because Preston 
deserve to stay with the franchise. You got Preston, you what, what, ain't Ryan, you got Ryan Anderson, right? Yep. Come on now, that rotation, but, Carrigan on the other side. To your point, come on now. Doug has came out and said that he knows we need a receiver, and he's trying to work it, but he but don't did, he don't want to be exploited for it though. You feel me? So it's got to come organically. You can't be exploited because the, the free agency was weak. Free agency was weak for yeah. receiver. Yeah. The draft is weak yeah. for receiver. This is not the time to be looking for a receiver. Yeah. I mean, it's just unfortunate. That's just a problem that we stuck with. Hey, and Jordan we Reed. For a receiver it since depends. Laverne Get healthy, Coles. Jordan Reed. It, it depends. Clown. I'm not oh, sold on you him look, no more. I'm done with him. It's some, it's, some, it's some receivers in this draft that you can get that I think that can uh, help me out. That can let, do what? Let, let me know. Talk to us. Yeah, let me know. Help me out. I mean, I feel like, like I, like I told you before, Hill wasn't sold on him because he didn't know about him, but Nikhil Harry is definitely No, I'm not, I like him. That I think that but I don't know if we can get him at 13. When you going to draft him? That's what like, I'm saying. We probably not going to even take him at, uh, I, at 15 you, or whenever we draft him. Oh, you can, I think he's going to be around in the second round. I hope. We'll I think, see. I think he's somebody that'll be. But well, we traded our second round. I think, didn't we? I think we have. Excuse me. I think we have a first and a third, or or we don't have a. Th- excuse me. We traded one of those picks for um. Somebody last year. I can't remember. But I thought it was a third round. Y'all gave up a third round. Um, something last year during Kendall. the draft. Yeah, Kendall Fuller or something. So we missing something. But yeah, like I I, I actually think this is a, a a pretty solid draft to get some wide receiver talent. Um, and tight end because Jordan Reed can't stay healthy, so I feel they got a tight end. They got they got, they got Vernon Davis still, and they got Sprinkle. It's time to unleash Sprinkle. Yeah, Sprinkle is time because I'm I'm done with Jordan Reed. He makes a lot of money. Honestly, you should cut him at this point. It's be sad because he's gonna go somewhere and ball and ball like be But healthy. it is what it is, bro. It just ain't working in DC. But we don't have a good training staff, bro. Our players are injured every year, Hill. Every year. But I mean. It just we can um I mean who, who okay let's uh we still on free agency we still on we still on NFL right yeah well we gonna end with this AB oh yeah man I just, I'm happy for AB he and you know what narrative yeah but the only thing about this narrative he controls what happens next to this narrative AB if he studying gets, something man. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, he beating something hard, man. Oh, trying he... to come up with a point. If no, a if a b gets if a b gets to Oakland slash Las Vegas and starts bugging, mm-hmm. then everything that they said about him in Pittsburgh was a hundred percent true. Yeah. So he has a chance to rewrite this narrative. Yeah, he does. But let's play this game. Mm-hmm. He devalued his trade value. Mm-hmm. So why would I benefit Steelers? Like I'm. Either y'all gonna cut me or y'all gonna get rid of me. I'm not about to benefit y'all. I'm I'm out of here. Y'all don't want me. Y'all smart. rather have Ben calling us little boys. Yeah. Than 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 me balling him. And you agreeing with him? Exactly. Y'all enabling this this behavior. So what we're gonna do is let's devalue this situation. Y'all gonna get me up out of here regardless. Regardless. So he played that, mm-hmm. and he got new money. And y'all gotta pay him. He got new money. Yeah, and y'all got dead money because y'all got to pay him? <laughs> Come on now. Like, Pittsburgh, are y'all serious? So oh, how, mu- did, how much is did, Oakland did, paying cool, this year? That's, cool. that's what I was trying oh, to say. Oh, yeah, they, they read him up. He got, I, I don't know the to, deal. He got new money, though. That's what I was trying to tell though. my guy. Like, he, so he's getting paid twice this year. Yes. He yes. won, bro. 
Yes. That's winning big and, But he told y'all. He said, if you're going to trade for me, you giving me a new deal. So you traded for him and you gave him a new deal. And he got a Listen. So if you the Steelers, why? Why take the biggest dead cap hit in history? They had to get he, Because he, Ben Roethlisberger was like, yo, let's end this. Mm-hmm. But why not? And when you, this is my thing. Mm-mm. I I understand everything that Big Ben's done for the for the Steelers, but bro, he's been one foot in, one foot out the last three years. Last year was the uh, quickest that he decided to ever come back in the last three years. So uh, it's like, if you don't know if he, what if he was tired this offseason? This then what? Cannon, it's because they feel like they have people in place to replace AB. They feel like they don't have anybody in place to replace Oh, AB. I see what you're saying. That makes sense. What? Hold I said it? Because they got Juju. They Hold on, say like, it. No, I want you to repeat that because I, I heard it, but I want you to repeat it. They feel like they have someone to replace AB. They feel like they don't have anyone to replace Ben Roethlisberger. I agree. Uh, hey, that's a good and point. what did I say with the previous? I don't know if it was 21 to 22. Do what? Ever you got to do to get Mason Rudolph ready. Yep. I, if you're not going to get Mason Rudolph ready, you better get somebody else. Listen, I, AJ may feel a different way about Mason Rudolph than I do. Hey, whatever. You drafted him, get him ready regardless. I don't care what Big Ben say. He can go on any interview and say whatever he want to say. Get Mason Rudolph ready. Because like you say, you got Juju. Okay. You got Juju. Juju's good. I'm sold on Juju. I am. It's a different world when you ain't got AB on the other side. Yeah, true. Now you getting focused on. You getting double team. You getting the number one corner. I'm still taking him in the NFL. Hey, Nuke I, Fantasy hey, League good. next year. Don't get me wrong. It's Because it, it's really not on Juju. It's on James Washington. James Washington got to step up. It is. But, it's, on, it's on your plate, brother. Also, let's see what Ben Roethlisberger looked like now that he ain't got A.B. to throw to breaking these double coverages. That's going to be a big thing, too. It's going it's, it's to look spooky. Oh, well, I mean, let's go. I mean, we're not going to get into our prediction, but I already don't have them making the playoff this year again. Like It's too early for me. To, I don't know who they're going to draft. I, gotta wait I don't care who they draft. You real? I'm telling you right now, that they have too much turmoil. And, and, this is ugly. And when I look in your eyes... I 100% felt that, bro. Thank you. When I look into your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, before we get out of here real quick, um, I just want to let everybody know that uh, we will be posting on Instagram that three-man weave will be doing a March Madness bracket challenge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Ken is going to win, to say that part. Um, to let you know, if you win, uh, we, we are you know giving away a three-man weave hoodie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. To the winner of the this year's bracket challenge. So, uh, details and, and a uh, twenty-five dollar gift card. Okay, gift card coming from Cannon. So, so you hear that? You get the hoodie and the gift card. Details will be posted on all social media platforms, mm-hmm. and we will remind we will remind you on uh, the episode. So stay tuned, stay locked in. Uh, we'll give you all the information that you need to know to join the three man weave bracket challenge this year. Shout out to our loyal followers before you go here. Shout out to everybody who shared one of our posts, mm-hmm. who listened to it. Man, we love y'all, man. And if you are new, please hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell. Mm-hmm. We need all of that, man. We're going to keep changing the narrative. We're going to keep you updated with everything sports-related. And not just sports-related. We, we dabble in a little bit of other stuff, too. Check us out, man. 
Listen, they, you know, saying our time ran out. <laughs> the, next week, huh? The Lakers, Whew. they may get a whole episode. But you can, you can go glitch on them on IGTV now. I mean, you know, what's I, up? You, you want to talk to him right real now? quick? Because I ain't got nothing to say about it. I'm just disgusted. Nah, 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 nah. You, 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 because you, once we get to it, Everybody gonna get into it. Like everybody gonna get into it. So I will, we gonna wait. Okay. We gonna wait because we got to go in depth on okay. these Lakers. Okay. All right. Because it, it, it's just not just one thing about these Lakers, but just just know, just know. And I had yo, I had personal conversations with people. <laughs> They've been texting me because they know I'm a Laker fan. They've been yeah, texting they me. They coming for us, man. They come. Like LeBron fans. A couple of them been hiding all season. I haven't. And everybody know I'm die hard, oh, and I've admitted it right here. Yeah, but just but be don't, real. Don't ever think I'm because I don't want to just because sometimes the social media I can't get my full thoughts off. Don't don't let, I'm letting I'm letting y'all know these Laker thoughts is coming. Okay, it's coming. But listen, we on all major podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. Three Man Weave. You can catch us on Facebook. Three Man Weave. Instagram. Three Man Weave underscore. What else? Um. Oh, podcast.3.man.weave.gmail.com. Text all it. your questions. Text all your questions to uh, D Hill at 757. 555. Wow, that's how we're doing. Hey, it's the three man weave. Episode 23. We out. We out. I hate you.